Hello, hello. We're back and we're glad you're back and that you're here too. <laughs> I'm just so happy. I'm just upbeat and ready to go. This is Christy. And this is Grace and you're listening to the Thanks Mom podcast. Whoop, whoop. We did it. We did it. Awesome. Awesome. How you doing, Grace? I'm doing pretty good. I'm busy. In your little cupboard under the stairs? Basically. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. guess where you were, like why this like hits home yeah. so well. I was just in like Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade and all the Harry Potter places um, for fall break. I did two days in Universal with my friend. It was a good time. Yeah. So fun. now back living it out vicariously in the cupboard under the stairs basically and this saturday i'm probably gonna watch the second harry potter movie with friends not planned but yeah my life is very wizardly right now you could say oh that's a good wizardly nice but, oh my god yeah well, that's I'm good. in a very weird seated position in the closet though because um, <laughs> i was uncomfortable and i'm probably gonna get uncomfortable in this position soon but we're just so yeah so if you hear me shifting in a bit it's fine because <laughs> you're cramped in the cupboard under the stair nice nice cup we have the same mugs mm. nice cheers so Bless mm. the cups but yeah. yeah i'm in the oh too because we're recording a little later and all the kids are here and i didn't want them coming in and clambering so i have yeah. my nice blanket some pillows and I'll probably get sore here too, sitting on the ground. Hopefully, I won't knock over the ironing board. Can you even like see me any bright? I brought my light in here, my little lamp, but I think isn't even making me any brighter. If I turn it off, it doesn't look like it changes. I'm just gonna put this away because I keep whacking it. I need to charge it. I have a little lamp because half the time mom's like, I can't see you, Grace, because I'm in the closet. So I brought a little lamp in, but it's like chargeable. It did it. You're right. I had no idea that you were turning it on and off. Sorry yeah. about that. Eh, it's all right. It's just the dead. light coming from your room because I what? can see. Yeah, well, like I have a lamp, the light on in my closet, but my clothes are in the way, so it blocks most of it. But I can see fine. But like then through a camera. Yeah. And sometimes I move where my laptop's sitting in here, and so I'm sure it gets less light sometimes. And like I said, it's cramped. I make it work, but I do weird, fidgety things trying to find the most comfortable position. Your voice actually sounded better when you did that. When I grunted? Yeah. No, you just moved your <laughs> your microphone. I covered it on accident? That's weird. No, I don't know. But yeah. So trying to focus on one thing right now because I feel like I've got a lot. Well, you just got back and your mind's going in lots of different directions. So that makes sense. Uh-huh. We have a really busy weekend coming up too. I just, it's like everything fell on this weekend. and. Mm-hmm. We've been fighting colds here and your brother was sick, but Peter went back to school today. So that's a good thing. Good. Yeah. So, yeah, because he stayed home again yesterday, but it's all good. But yeah. All right. So I have a funny story. Okay. My, so my dad called to give his loving critiques of us the other day because he was driving back from vacation and with my mom. And they had some time. They just wanted to chat about the podcast, which was really fun because I like chatting about the podcast thus because I'm doing it. So that's always a good thing. And he told me how he had just listened to our episode on the Saints, which is awesome. He said it was his favorite one so far. So if you haven't listened to it, 
fellow listeners. You should go check it out. And there's so many things that I wish in some ways I had had like added now because going through even more, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many saints like JP2, who's tomorrow you and I were talking about Mm -hmm. like other people like that we didn't even talk about. But anyway, he was talking about, he goes, Christy, did you know the story of my confirmation saint? And I'm like, well, I know your confirmation saint is Michael, which is, you know, our son, one of our son's middle names and um, you know that I knew I knew yeah. it was I knew it was his middle name I didn't know it was Josh's confirmation so. yeah and well it's also your dad's confirmation saying and so I knew that I, I think I just I just knew that and he goes but do you know how I picked that because you know we had talked about it during that episode like how we came up with our confirmation saints and how that um he was talking about how saints actually choose you he really mm-hmm. liked how you had said that and Um, especially when you're trying to like research saints and don't always know at the time or that age, (laughs) but he told me that his research went as far as the fact that his best friend's name was Michael. So, um, (laughs) he chose his confirmation saint, uh, Michael after his best friend and, and guess what Michael's confirmation saint is John, John. After his best friend. So there you go. So I was like, oh my dad, God. you are my funny story this week. And I'm going to use that because that's quite impressive. Cause I bet there's other people out there who have also done that same thing. So, but the cool thing is, which John is, there's not, so many Johns. I think just John the apostle. So I don't think it's John the Baptist or anything like I think it was John the beloved. So anyway, but Judge did say that's what we call my dad because um my family's Polish, so the kids know him as Jaja. And um, so my dad, who is John, um said also though he really liked how Grace said Saints pick you because he's done so much prayer, um praying over people, prayer for te- protection, especially um spiritual warfare with a lot of people over the past few years with our his pastor and um prayers for deliverance, um, protection, that type of thing. And dude, that's totally St. Michael chose him and he's totally had that and been able to pray that St. Michael prayer over so many people. So I thought that was really nice. He just felt really connected with you on that. So I wanted to share that with you, but I saved it for now because it could do dual as funny story as well. So, um, so you're not alone if you chose your confirmation saint because it's the name of your best friend or maybe just because you liked it I remember wanting to choose Saint Elizabeth but then I think the one I read about her I don't one of the not Saint Elizabeth as in the visitation like Mary to go the cousin Elizabeth I think there was a different Saint Elizabeth and it just kind of skipped freaked me out so I didn't choose that one (laughs) (laughs) but I wanted to choose it because I liked that name (laughs) I love it yeah I don't know. I'm blanking. I, sometimes before we record, I'm spilling our secrets. It's fine. Mom's like, all right, you got your funny story ready. I'm like, honestly, sometimes I come up with these on the fly because I work well under pressure and it's not working this time. <laughs> I'm trying to That's think of something funny. Okay. There wasn't anything funny that happened in Florida with you I'm and your sure friend? It was, but oh my gosh, my brain. What happened? I don't know, guys. I'm like tired. I'm behind on sleep. Um, what did it, what funny happened? She's a college student. 
And she's just usually pretty tired. See, I just took a nap because I was like, I got to get some energy. I need to be up for this. See, so, she told me, she's like, oh, we're going to record an hour later. So I'm going to take a nap. I was like, sweet, an hour for homework. So that's what I did instead. I know. Hey, but that's good. You got to yeah, that. Well, good break. Some of it was Instagram, but you know, I, I did get work done. I read and wrote some of my papers. So. Okay, well, here's, I'm going to share another story. I'm just gonna, yeah, you share, you do too. Okay, because this just um, came under the door. I know our listeners can't see this, okay. but um, somebody knows I'm in here. I love you, And try not to interrupt. Yeah. Look on the So, I know, Peter, thank you. Go what over. is it? You have to move I it see. on. Move it on because awesome. I can't see, read it So, all. my kids know I'm in love here. Love you, Peter. Grace says she loves you. And he's trying to sneak in my six-year-old and it says, I love you, mom. Look on the back side. He drew me a picture. Oh, and on the back side, it says, bye, Peter. Oh, so he's getting so good at spelling. He is. And, but he was being very obedient. So that was a good thing that he snuck in here. Cause I was like, okay, I'm going to go in here. You guys, they're all home from school. I need you to be quiet so that it doesn't pick up all the background noise and uh he drew me a picture and then my door to my closet is a sliding door and he just slid it under and all of a sudden I see these little hands and then I'm talking and I could hear him out there still and then he could hear I was talking about him so he puts his hand in through the side of the door and just kind of waves (laughs) anyway it was cute yeah, I know. Nobody understands, but it was my funny story on this side. So you made up for me. Um, yeah. yeah. And your tiredness and studying. That's mm-hmm. all. Okay. So, God, so. Well, okay. I've been flying and waking up to get into parks early, and then I went right into school. So, and walking I'm 11 justified months. Justified in being tired. You're mystified in being tired. I'm justified in being tired. Oh. You're trying to find another wizarding world word and use mystified. Thought you were like trying to have a what you call it, a theme of your adjectives during this episode that all are gonna relate to wizarding works or something. Mm. You're too tired to even think that or laugh at that not so funny joke. Oh, I was trying to think of some wizarding adjectives actually. But mm. I guess I was too tired to laugh at that. No, I just was actually thinking. Anyways, why don't we talk about a topic so maybe I get energized? <laughs> I'm really, I'm really not trying okay, to sound lazy. Okay, that sounds good. What I'm sorry about Grace. <laughs> I'm not trying to sound lazy. Oh, you froze up there too. She froze under the stairs. So how about we talk about budgeting, Grace? <laughs> what you wanted to talk about? We'll try this again. <laughs> yeah. Yes and no. I think it was your original idea that we put on the list. And then I was like, what are we going to talk about this week? I was like, oh, we haven't done this one yet. Um, yeah yeah I think it's a good idea I think um well we were talking about just because you know we've had some heavier topics and you know our whole motto is living out the extraordinary and the ordinary and I think I had a couple of good teachers basically my dad um who I didn't really know that's what he was doing when we started we had an envelope system I think a lot of people are familiar with the envelope system where you just literally use practical envelopes and divide them up and you put different categories 
and on the envelope. So like when I was little, we had five, we had like gifts, special events, savings, tithe and spending. Um, and, but I think the biggest thing my dad taught me. And then as I got older and continued using envelopes, um, oddly enough, now they've gone more digital was tithing and to be, or that we're good stewards of our money because our money comes through the gifts that our Lord has given to us and the first fruits of those labors, because he's instilled those gifts in us and bestowed them upon us is to give back. And so the Bible teaches us to tithe 10%. My dad taught that to us out of the three bucks of allowance we made every week, 30 cents automatically went in that tithe envelope. And Mm -hmm. I pass it on. I'm still trying to pass it on to my kids um, as they start making their own money. Um, And we, Paul and I just did that even as we were really poor college students when we first got married and basically lived off loans. And I think through that really process made me very debt adverse. And so I wanted to take those budgeting skills. I realized Paul and I were raised very differently in terms of how we had learned to budget. And he didn't really, hadn't been taught the same skills in some ways I I had. And so I kind of took that over, which is different than I had, you know, I think when, how I had been raised was guys kind of did the budgeting and I kind of just fell into it because I actually kind of enjoyed it. And as the more I did it, the more I really actually realized I enjoyed it. And um, I'm not like an an accountant by trade or anything like that. I'm not very good with um, like knowing all the Excel and all that now, but I do like seeing money and, or seeing like the numbers move around and organize it and see how I think I found a lot of freedom through, um, budgeting that actually a lot of people I think are think it's oh it's rules and regulations and you can't spend money because you're budgeting you know um but I realized that there was a lot of freedom through that and so we Paul and I continued on with envelope system because we got paid quarterly not even quarterly three times a year in a check that had to last for four months so um, and if we didn't budget it and we spent it all, mm-hmm. then there wouldn't be any money left. So I think I got very um, hyper budgeting and there was different friends going through similar things, newly married couples that were students too. And so we kind of worked together and um, my one good friend, Kate, uh, sat down and took a lot of Christian principles, which were similar to what my dad had. And so that came very naturally to me that I was like, oh, I've done these envelopes before. Um, And she really showed me some insight. Like if 70% of your income um, is more, is like made up more of your house payment or your car payment or your food, your, your budget's never really going to be balanced. Like she just taught me some of those basic principles about like those three categories are the big ones, but if they're more than 70% of your, your budget or your income, then it's, it's not going to be balanced. And she showed me how to use percentages in different areas and how to, um, create categories and by, you know, sacrificing a little on this side, like one of the big things we did when we were little, little, (laughs) I didn't mean little, like, but younger, when you guys were little was we had a babysitting budget so that we could have a date night. So we had a 
a spending or a date night budget, but we also had a babysitting so we could pay a babysitter Mm -hmm. because we would blow through that. So I think I, um, the principle of tithing really paid off in terms of giving God our due and then trying to just simplify and write out those needs, like starting with, you know, food and housing and car and then move on. And because I really wanted to get out of debt, I didn't like borrowing the money. And so budgeting really helped me with that. Mm -hmm. So I tried to pass that on to you guys in a very simple form, the way I was first taught. So yeah, I I remember just when we were old enough to do chores, like we would make maybe five bucks depends on how hard we worked like you know or like I meant like a week or something oh in the long run I did get more than five yeah because we did a commission because that was a big Dave Ramsey principle too was not just to give an allowance but actually show you guys by how you actually did something you had immediate gratification of I dusted here's your 25 cents or whatever. Like we tried not to have it just be an allowance that you saw us just give you money. We had you, you know, try and do a chore, earn the money, like an instant gratification to understand that money was connected to something, not just mom and dad's wallet that they paid out when you needed something. Yeah. And so when I could make money doing chores and stuff, I remember pretty quickly we we had our own like kid envelope system like each kid had like and it was only like when it was me Gabe and Andrew at the time this Mm -hmm. is when I was really little um and we did like 45 percent goes to savings 45 percent goes to spending 10 percent goes to tithes you know and that's all and so I just knew like one envelope was like for important stuff right I didn't really know what I was saving for I was like oh my two bucks they're going to college and like 15 years you know like, I, in my head I was like oh savings college did it and I didn't really had no idea how much college cost you know and so I'm like oh cool and so that I just didn't touch that envelope really that just was going to build up tithe we emptied every week before mass and spending it was like oh I want to go like the ice cream truck just came around the corner how much is in my envelope or I want to go to a movie you know things like that um, yeah. And then that developed more because then you know, it was like, oh, I want to keep it in my wallet because I'm a cute girl who wanted to buy a cute wallet. And so then I got to not keep it in my envelope up in the cupboard where it was safe. It was like I was old enough to keep it in my wallet now and, um, you know, started babysitting and had to figure out how to, um, you know, eventually it was like, oh, I want to buy my own clothes. That's expensive. Like, how do I, you know, maybe save that's not like my big savings like for college or something but that's saving you know like I'm not gonna just that's not like the same money I want to just have for like cheap candy you know things like that that are you know and so then you know it slowly started expanding like um and a lot of it was like I I go to mom a lot still when it's like hey you know like like over the summer I was like hey I'm going into the school year I have a way smaller meal plan because I want to start making my own food which means I need to have like I mean I had a small grocery budget last year but I had most of my meals like um meals on campus but I want a little bit of money to like buy my own food all right how do I figure out how much one I was like I'm from a family of eight how do I figure out how much money I need for groceries every week and I want to you know I'm someone like we were talking about love languages to give to people so I want to have money available to not give huge gifts but to not feel like I'm like 
skimping because that's a way I like to show my love. So like I have a little, you know, a category for myself that I don't really touch until a birthday or Christmas, you know, and so it just builds and builds until Christmas or something. And, um, and yeah, so it was just something that like kept developing, kept developing. And I really found, and I really like enjoyed it too. And I think that's what eventually led me to realize I wanted to do accounting. Um, I started as a business major and then took the accounting class and it was, and it was never quite the same, like as my personal budgeting, but like the way of organizing and, keeping track of things and just all of that really clicked with my brain. I was like, Oh, I've, I've always loved doing this with mom. I just never realized that was the trend. Like, and so a lot of, you know, I know a lot of it is like, it's just a God given grace of like, he gives me this desire to be prudent in this area because he wants guiding me to make a career out of this, hopefully, you know, so not everyone has that, but that, but for me, this is something I do enjoy. And, um, but I think maybe I should out because I probably make it really complicated in a lot of ways. So you're probably going to make your budget way more. You already have like it makes sense more. You know what I mean? Like, I and think sometimes gonna- like anytime because I have a few times like friends are like, "Hey, do you mind like you say you budget like can you show it to me?" And I'm like, you know, for friends yeah. who are close enough, I'll show it and be like, "Yeah." And so I've shown them my system and they're like, that's way too complicated. I'm like, yeah, but it makes sense for my brain. It's my own Google sheet that no one else has to touch. I know how it works. That's fine. And actually I simplify over the summer because there's just so many tabs. And then I just made a separate, there's so many like little boxes. I just made a separate tab. I was like, this just adds everything up. So I see one number, like it just made it easy. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing, like, um, is finding what works for you and finding like a a software or some type of system like we've had to switch different systems over the years and but yes yeah, yeah I don't know. use a system I have my bank accounts and I have my excel sheet and I know someday I'll probably have yeah you system, probably I don't will. have I don't have like a right you know, bi-weekly you have an irregular anymore. income I think that's yeah. different like that's how I mean, like that's, that's how we biggest, started out too that's what you and I have always discussed is the biggest difference is like right you have you, yep. ha- you know what your income is most likely going to be like barring like COVID and stuff. Like I don't, it depends how many right. babysitting jobs I pick up. It depends if a shift gets canceled here on campus. Like it's, it's very uh, fluid. But that's why I've tried to teach you. And I think the biggest thing is that you have to hit those. What are the priorities? What has to like, you know, your lights have to be on for people who are, or your rent has to get paid or um, like food for you that has to get done the different bills that have to be done first and then the other stuff is you know yeah, like car stuff extra. or phone right. bills, like or the saving for that or you know I think it it gives us freedom that yeah we have the money to spend this but we also have to pick and choose like we can't we can't do everything if we're being good stewards of our money like God has given this to us and it might just seem ordinary the ordinary life of paying bills or paying this but if we can be extraordinary and say no this is god's given talents and this is how i'm going to be a good steward of this to take those extraordinary things and say you know how do you want me to save for for this or what should i what should my priorities be um but then also like you and i were talking before this just say no it's it's okay to spend money if you have that set aside in the right way right yeah because I feel like it's easy to just get guilt tripped at least for me because and be like oh well 
I'm not supposed to just spend money on silly things. Like, that's not good. That's not helpful. Like, I don't need it. And da da da. And it's like, of, well, of course, but then there's the opposite side too of like, you know, God wants good things for you. Like, you can have things that you don't need. Like, the Lord gives you things you don't need sometimes. Like, and, and that, you know, that's a lot of people say that and it's spiritual. Maybe it's like, Lord, you didn't need to like, I, I was listening to a, a story from like Father Josh on YouTube and he was like, a nun asked, like, she, she had a gift of healing and she, the Holy Spirit told her my foot was hurting. It, he was like, in the grand scheme of things, I have a lot of bigger things going on in life. I don't really care about my foot hurting, but the Lord asked her to, you know, pray over my foot and it was healed. And he's like, it just showed me the Lord cares for those little things and the big things. And so like, I think that's hit me more. It's like, yeah, there, there is the like, don't just flippantly spend things, but there's the other side too, where it's like, you're too strict and you're too like, life is meant to be good and beautiful and sometimes that maybe that means like I'm going to buy a candy bar it's cheap like that or maybe it's like every six months like hey I'm gonna pay and get my hair done because I saved and set the money aside for that and I but I also paid for you know the bills and this and that and I can pay for my gas and my food and da 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 but over the last few months I put a little bit aside over here every time I got paid and now I can pay to get my hair dyed and cut you know like Something right, because like I think it teaches a delayed sense of gratification. Like, it's so much of our culture is instantaneous. Like, we deserve it now. We're entitled to it, and mm-hmm. and that's not true at all. Like, and I think that's why it there is some freedom when you actually budget too, because there's like a freedom of seeing like, oh, I did put this little month over here, and look, this little account is growing in in the within the larger account because I've earmarked it for this or that you know and I have a million little accounts within our our budget because that's just how I've learned to budget is easier to to take that huge you know for us it's a huge tax bill and dividing it over how many months you know instead of having just to pay the big chunk at the end and it's nice to see that's growing or oh here here's our vacation budget and it might just be a little bit but then now we we know how much we can plan to spend so that we're not you know, planning ahead or like, you know, a few years ago, your dad and I said, we're, we're just going to start saving for a car. Cause we don't want to, we don't want to have loans for our cars. And so we decided, I don't know, a chunk of years back to that we weren't going to do that anymore, that we were going to pay in cash um, for the most part. And that took a lot of delayed gratification, a lot to go, nope, we're just going to drive this car for as long as we can, because we're not going to go in debt for that, because we just felt like that's something God has really called us to do and being stewards of our time and our money and just, you know, choosing that we're going to use a lot of our savings to pay off some, like try and pay off our house in the next few years and things like that, instead of doing, choosing to do other things. So, um, I think there's, that's where we can take that to the Lord and say, what do you want us to do with this? As you start like you, Grace, like, you know, you have a unstable income now, but as you start to have more of a regular income, once you have a job, it's like, okay, Lord, now my main things are taken care of. How are, how do I be prudent in doing this? And not like a prude who doesn't do anything, but prudent in what you are going to do and what you're going to not do, you know? Mm-hmm. I love how we can bring virtue of that type of thing into things too, in that way. Yeah. And I feel like there's a freedom in that. Like we were just talking like, like over the summer, I knew I wanted to save up 
to go on this trip this last weekend. So, you know, like I saved up and I had a little, you know, I had more beyond like the tickets and things like that to be like, I'm going to be on a trip. There's, you know, I'm in a touristy area. Dinner is going to be more expensive than usual, you know, like lunches and I want a souvenir. Like, so I was like, I want some space to like, not to be excessive, but not to be like, oh, that's more expensive than I would normally spend on that thing. And it's like, nope, this is a okay time to treat yourself. You know, like this is a rarity. This is something I worked hard for over the summer to set aside for this, like, you know, and so there's a freedom in like going down there and saying like, you have up to this much to spend. And if you don't spend it, then that's great. Cause that's money for another trip, another time. Like, um, but it was like, you have this like wiggle room to just enjoy yourself. And, and it was really satisfying for me to realize like, oh yeah, I remember when I was like pausing on spending on other things this summer because I knew I wanted to enjoy this months down the road and I wanted to have, so there's like a freedom in that of being like, oh wow, what I had to, what I, I chose to hold off on earlier. Like now I have freedom to be like, yeah, I'm going to get the extra dessert because it's only two days and I can, you know, I'm not, it's not something you always do. And I don't know, there's just, I don't know how to describe it, but there's like a freedom in like, that's what this money has been set aside for. And I did it in a good and prudent way that I'm not being, um, like I thought this through, I'm not being like, I'm not throwing my money away, even if it is pricier, you know? Right. Um, it's a delayed gratification. It's, yeah. and it's paying off your hard, your hard work and, um, and it's rewarding yourself for hard work yeah. being paid off. And I think that's, yeah, that's I awesome. I experienced that and that was cool. And, you know, I'm glad I know you guys had a lot of fun on that trip. And so it's nice that you can go, yeah, look at all I did. And now I was able to, to do this. And I yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I don't think Trying so. To make sure we've hit all our points and yeah. I could talk about budgeting for hours just because I know I'm like, dude, do we want to say any like practical things? Like that's all I just like to talk about. Like that's I guess all I practical. Have. Like, um, Larry Burkett is the guy I was talking about at the beginning with my friend Kate that she, um, he had a lot of like crown financial. I know he's passed on, but I know he was a big influencer for Dave Ramsey. Um, Dave Ramsey has, uh, his whole, um, I am totally blinking on his whole envelope system and financial freedom. And do you remember the name? What am I thinking of? He's got seven, seven steps. Um, I don't know. I haven't read those. Yeah. The total money makeover. That's the book. Mm -hmm. There's like a a financial, personal financial freedom, but the total money makeover. That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Those are two really good practical ones that we've used. And then I've just simplified it. But even Dave Ramsey has like one for kids for like chores and he calls it like their commission. Um, Mm -hmm. We did that with our kids a little bit. So those are just some of the things we've used besides just you know, the biblical teaching on tithe and, um, mm-hmm. and he, and Dave Ramsey's also a big tither too. So that really helped. And, um, and the things with my kids that I broke down in the beginning from like, just them is like what Grace said, you have a hundred percent. So 10% off the top goes to tithe, mm-hmm. 45% goes to saving 45% goes to spending. And mm-hmm. it just teaches them the value of, yeah, you know, and I've just saving for, and, and then just expanding that as they start like yeah expanding but I was gonna say I've broken that down even more over the years where it's like okay yeah. savings but what am I saving for and so that 45 right. has gone divided into different things or maybe like 
45 changed to lesser more and I don't know it's changed a lot over the years but as you get older and as you have different needs and desired and as you try to you know yeah. as our kids like in high school I up. drove at college right. I don't have a car here so I don't have those car right. expenses right you know like things like that like because we put that on our kids too as they were driving if it was you know we had a certain amount we gave them because they were yeah a certain amount a month for gas we good more was on right. us unless right. it like- we give them for gas to get to school to get to activities that we knew or if they were helping siblings but then anything above that was on their own or mm-hmm. they had to help a certain amount with insurance especially if they were you know if they're using the car to make money then they were helping with insurance or to have fun that type of thing and um and it was all reasonable because I made more than my brothers for all just because babysitting is easier to start younger yeah. girls like you know so it definitely was very what's you your have to- life right now like yeah we've had to tweak it for each of the kids because of what they're using it for or what they're involved in or um what their lifestyles are more like and what they want to buy you know right right and just trying to yeah like a big gamer so he waits a long time to you know save up or something like that you know that's something he he likes to but also teaching our kids prudence and how like is this really what you know letting them have the freedom of spending their money that they are hard-earned money on but also is that really you know there's guidance we just don't let our six-year-old buy whatever because he has five dollars burning a hole in his pocket um but also having money in the game if it's a bigger thing and how do you're gonna work with that and mm-hmm. yeah not that we know everything but that's just some of the things that we've used that have helped and i've, well, I've like, always taught just, us to stop and think like i right. i don't i very rarely just buy things not even with like the online world like I'm like, mm, would I actually use this? Would I actually, do I actually feel like that's worth that much money? And if, even if I just sit on it for five minutes for something, you know, I'm, you know, right. that's not quite like a trip or plane ticket, you know, just be like, mm, did I really like, or like doing a lap in a store, like, oh, I really like that sweater. It's a little more than I want, but would I wear it enough that it's worth that much money? I'm going to walk around see if there's anything else I like more. And if I still am thinking about it and it's like within my budget, like, yeah, then I'll get, you know. Yeah. I noticed that. Nice I don't to know there's I a budget the there. Store. Like you're I you're not just blowing through something else when you're like, oh, that is. I've had I have money set aside for clothes, so I can spend this much. So I think that's where yeah, I that's think where that the freedom I think comes in. Is where yeah, the freedom comes in from budgeting isn't just being prudish, it's actually being wise and there's freedom mm-hmm. through those guidelines and through those rules. And yeah. So I think that was my last point of just trying to make sure that we are being, it's an ordinary thing that we have to do, but we can, you know, make it extraordinary through tithing and giving back to the Lord, as well as just finding the freedom of that organizational thing. And, and it doesn't have to be as stressful. I think honestly, budgeting has helped your dad and I not fight about finances Mm -hmm. because it's like, this is what we've agreed that we want to the categories we need to fill. And, um, and it makes it a lot easier in that way. So. Yeah, I think that's helped me too. And just like, what do I want to do? And then I don't have to worry about it because I just know I already have my system set up. And when I make money, it goes into that. And then on the other end, I'll have the money I want. The more more stressful part for me right now is just because my income fluctuates so much. So I have to like reevaluate every few few months, like depending on how much I'm making and what I'm saving for. It's like, okay. And then that that's... but. 
even that I'm learning to like figure out how to make that more smooth. But in the past, it's been annoying where it's like, now I have to redo this whole thing I thought that I had down because. But that's normal too, because dad and I have to do that at least once a year and usually biannually to quarterly because you're, because the pay structures get changed. There are a lot of people, if you're your own business owner, you have to do that all the time. And so it's, it is, it's going through, um, what are the priorities? Like what are the musts? you know, we, what, that we have to be able to keep the lights on in the house. And then what's the next tier and then what's the next tier, you know? And mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely, I think you're going to always have in a certain sense, it's That's just true. varying degrees of yeah. it. And, I think that was just and, hard for me at first. Cause I, I was like, Oh, I wanted this to be set in stone. And I was like, no, but this isn't. And that was hard for me to get a picture in my head of, okay, when I need to adjust my percentages of how much I'm putting each thing, how do I even start that? But now I feel like I know how to do that, but I, I, I still go to you for that, but I remember going to you a lot, like later high school into college, like, what do I even do? I know that, I know these numbers have to change and I don't know where to start. And that was frustrating, but once it's done, that's those other tools can come in either budgeting software or like Dave Ramsey or different percentages, because then if the amount changes, the percentages don't always have to change, you know, so that Mm -hmm. can kind of can be helpful percentages so. are nice especially just google sheets or excel and you just like type it in you're like times this and that does it for you it's so fun i know you need to teach me more i'm not I will. it's because well because as an accountant i had to take an excel class last year so now i know even a few more tricks and so not everything no i don't think i'd be super impressive like like i still have a lot to learn but when i like learned some more things last year i was like oh like i knew more than like add subtract multiply divide I was like there's more you can do than that because I do it <laughs> I had to do like 15 weeks on excel or whatever so um that's awesome and it's well, great but yeah well this was a, a different but fun episode and probably makes it our geeky side come out but I think it's always important to share those practical things we have to be practical we have to know how to make uh that ordinary life extraordinary even with the really simple practical things like having needing to have a budget so mm-hmm. yeah now you know the inside scoop of grace and christy's nerdiness on on all things money <laughs> budgets yeah i love it <laughs> i left last year because taylor one thing quick my roommate last year um knew that I liked doing my budget and one time it was funny because she like saw me with my wallet out like checking a few things she's like she's like oh yeah you're doing your budget like she was happy for me because she knew that and I was like yeah I love that my friend knows that I'm a nerd and this is fun for me (laughs) she's like oh yeah you're doing your budget that's fun and I was like good for you yay high five pat on the back that's awesome it was so it just made me laugh that that's why I I love Taylor because she's so great like that she's just like she's yeah. like you like doing that good for you I was like thank you <laughs> awesome all right everybody I hope you enjoy this geeky nerdy but yet fun and hopefully insightful or rewarding in some way shape or form podcast so we're always glad that you're here glad that you come yeah. back and listen again yeah make sure that you share with your friends and subscribe rate review talk awesome Social, yeah talk to us because i google facebook instagram apple podcasts spotify we're there come find us if you oh. haven't already yeah let us know what you think yeah so. keep sharing us with other people thanks for listening y'all thanks for listening and to the see you next time uh- <laughs>
Am I doing it? The Trans Mom Podcast. We didn't type who was saying those ones. My bad. All right. Enjoy. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Yes, mom.